Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Today, we take Domain Sherpa to Clubhouse, where we have an audio-only session to discuss current events in the domain space with Drew, Amar, Braden, Josh, Chris, Mike, and more. We talk about the GoDaddy Brent Oxley issue, the Internet Commerce Association and the great work that they do, the cancellation of NamesCon Europe 2021, and we get into a really cool discussion comparing wall.com and cold.com, two domains both recently purchased by Sherpas. We end up closing with a conversation about handshake domains and some interesting things happening in that space as well. It's a fun show with a ton of great content, so check it out. Welcome, everybody, to Domain Sherpa Clubhouse. Uh, we are doing a Clubhouse session right now live here with a bunch of folks on the panel and a bunch of folks in the room as well that we're going to look to uh, post on uh, on Domain Sherpa uh, once we're done. So uh, really, really excited about this. we got a great group of folks already here. Uh, just to do a quick roll call, we've got myself, JT, host and producer of Domain Sherpa. We've got Andrew Rosner. Josh Reason, Mike Seiger, Braden Pollock, Chris Zyker, Amar Kuba, as well as a whole bunch of folks in the room. And uh, like I said to everybody before I started recording, we'll go ahead and anybody that wants to jump up, please feel free to raise your hand. We're going to just start talking through some different things and, uh, you know, all related to the domain space and the digital asset space. And uh, just remember, this is being recorded. So by raising your hand and participating, you are consenting to being recorded and posted on the podcast. So with that, let's go. Um, and uh, so, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate you all taking your time to, uh, to come on here and, and hang out with us. So uh, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? Yo, howdy. Good to be here. So I've got some topics to talk about, but we don't have to let that necessarily drive the conversation if anybody has anything that they want to lead with. So you want to just introduce the panel like a short, short intro? Yeah. Well, why doesn't everybody let's we can go around the room and everybody can kind of give their 30 seconds of who they are. So that way it's, uh, you know, that way folks know. So go ahead, Drew. Why don't you go ahead and give your your quick bio? It's so much better when you do it, JT. I know, but I know. I want an intro like you gave Josh. I want an intro like you gave Josh on the last domain trip. I know. I know. I have to, that was that was money. I have to. Prepare. And you've known us. You've known us all for years, so you might as well just just do the intro. All right, fine. So, all right, here we go. So first, wait, 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 wait. No, no. I, you should wrap the intros. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, check, yeah. check, check. We, we will beatbox you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Yo, first of all, ain't nothing new. I'm going to give a shout out to my homeboy, Drew. No, I'm just playing. But um, <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> well, if any if anybody has not listened to the to the is it was the last one or the one before where you did the rap? Oh, uh, yeah, it was the one with Matt Overman. So that one was from that, two weeks ago. Uh, that was where we dropped the freestyle. Yeah, that was, that was so awesome. Genius. Uh, well, I you. love that. Conveniently, conveniently, you can go to ds.tv. And it will take you to our YouTube channel where you can listen to the clip of just the rap. I think yeah. it's like the first or second video. Yeah. Yeah. Go to ds.tv. So ds.tv, like Domain Sherpa. ds.tv. And by the way, uh, hashtag life goals. 
I now just want to be in one of your raps. That's it. <laughs> All right. Done and well, done. How do we get how do we get Drew to come in with his like R and B voice, just like soft spoken R and B voice? <laughs> I told I said at a minimum, Drew's gotta come in like P. Diddy on the old Biggie tracks, you know, where he would just be Let's like get it on. <laughs> and do that whole thing, you know, or just like do the hype man, like, ain't nobody stopping us. You ain't messing with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh all right so with that yeah so everybody check that out that was a lot of fun actually as a quick update and we did uh so we just dropped an episode last night uh with josh actually and we'll talk a little bit about some of that stuff that we we talked about on the show but um i mentioned it so we took that freestyle and went and recorded it for real um over the beat pretty much word for word and i sent it up to the engineer they uh finessed it so we actually have a completed song uh with that freestyle like in professional version it came out really really good so we are going to uh we'll probably mint it just to go through the nft process have some fun with it and then ultimately release it so folks can hear it for real but um it by the way when we get to like you know not yet but like when we, a little later on let's come back to that because maybe there's somebody in the audience that can sort of help us with some ideas around that process and sort of you know how to tie it all together because I, I'm really excited about like the community building aspect mm -hmm. of the NFT idea and, and how that could uh, work, tie into Domain Sherpa. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's probably some people with uh, smarter ideas in the audience that, that can help us with that, you know, think about that. Yeah, yeah, because we're, you know, we're doing the, 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 you know, the diligence and, you know, we've got a decent understanding, but there's no doubt that when, you know, you start getting into some of the, you know, the more technical aspects and the more, you know, nuanced, specialized aspects of a lot of the nft stuff that you know there's a lot of folks out there who know a lot more than we do so you know and we actually made that same kind of thing that sort of statement on the domain sherpa the episode with mm -hmm. josh that we just put out which is you know we want to collaborate with folks that can you know bring some of that at, you know insight to the table because you know we are experts in the domain space we are becoming experts in you know i and i would say you know, almost everybody up on this panel is also an expert in the crypto space but especially as we start to segue into nfts um, and the utility around them, the different technology, uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, there is no doubt we've got gaps that we would love to be able to fill in with folks that really, you know, are either super interested, super, uh, you know, educated or just, you know, have the expertise to, you know, educate us because educating us will also educate our audience and, uh, you know, and help us along the way. So, you know, um, so yeah, echoing what Andrew said, you know, for all those folks who are in the room now and also listening to this when we publish it, you know, just holler at us like we're, uh, you know, that's an area where, where we're expanding and uh, definitely looking to uh, to to, you know, get some folks community wise involved with us to help, you know, just kind of keep doing what we do, you know. And uh, so. So absolutely. So and just to translate uh, JT's uh, uh, legal ease as a lawyer, <laughs> he, he, he did mention he's doing his diligence, which translates to doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> so just, just want to put that out there. Hey man, if, if unless we find <laughs> out different, we're going to mintable and we're going to do it there. That's what we're doing. There, but there uh, the, uh, yeah. Wait, but, do you know how to make somebody not a speaker anymore? <laughs> <laughs> just, I just got, uh, I'm about to get bumped down the uh, audience. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Hey, I totally good. derailed your, your, your intros. No, so, no. Hey, that's the thing, that. you know. So, uh, yeah, let me I'll go around the horn and I'll do the intros. You guys aren't going to get the full treatment because I haven't had time to prepare all y'all's bios, but I do know everybody pretty well. So Andrew Rosner, who is the CEO, uh, media options, number one domain broker in the world. 
who is also the owner and publisher of Domain Sherpa, is here live with us. And uh, as always, it's always great having Drew on. Uh, he's also a pretty much a mainstay on the Domain Sherpa shows. You know, I kind of uh, mentioned him and Shane. Shane will be here at some point, but, um, you know, they're effectively just co-hosts now. You know, it's like the guests and even the guests and they've been on enough that it's like, you know, it's all part of this this community. But anyway, so that's so Andrew is the man. If you don't know now, you know, uh, we've also got Chris Zyker, who is a senior broker, uh, pretty much the head of brokerage at Media Options. It's not just Andrew. He is not the he's not a one man band at this point. And Chris is one of the best in the business. Uh, one of the things I say a lot about Chris is that he spends more time on a, on a daily, weekly basis talking to decision makers around premium domains than pretty much anybody else in the world. So, you know, when we're working through brokering the names that we broker, selling the names that we sell, acquiring the domains that we acquire, either for ourselves or for others, um, you know, Chris is the guy who is leading the charge out there, connecting with these decision makers at some of the biggest companies in the world all the way down to, you know, in some cases, you know, not as big, but again, the decision makers at wide range of different places, all folks that are, that are again, looking to buy, sell uh, big premium domain names. And he, he is literally the, the number one guy in the world at what he does. And uh, so we're very lucky to have him on the team. And uh, so, so to introduce Boom. Chris. Love that intro. Thank you, John. You're very, very welcome. Man. You're very welcome. All rights reserved, though. If you're going to use it, we're going to NFT the intros. <laughs> we're going to NFT the intros, and then I get like a 10% royalty. That was my first NFT. Use. So, all right. You, know, you just gave Drew and Chris a lot of love, and I feel like maybe there's some favoritism at play here. Oh, uh-huh. hey, 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 look. Hey, know. listen, you just got to start, you know, paying more. She's got to be on the team. Is what it is. Yeah, just, <laughs> speaking about being on the team. So we've got Josh Reason, who is the, we just had him on the, uh, the show on, on Domain Sherpa. Again, that came out last night. So check it out. It's a great show with Shane and Drew as well. Uh, Josh has his digital fortune podcast as well as DNWE, uh, which is the wholesale domain marketplace, uh, zero commission intended to really create liquidity in the domain space. It has really done a great job with that. It's, it's a great platform. If you're not signed up for it, dnwe.com, get on there, sign up. Uh, his digital fortune podcast is one of the more popular podcasts in the domain space because of that. And because of Josh's expertise and talent and who he is, we made the announcement yesterday on the show. We'll be sending out a press release, but we'll also mention it here. We are bringing the Digital Fortune podcast under the Domain Sherpa umbrella onto the Domain Sherpa network. We, we are going to provide all of the support and, and, and help that we do and in, in an effort to grow the pie and add content to the Domain Sherpa network, the Domain Sherpa channel, if you will. And uh, so that was an announcement we made yesterday that we are super, super psyched about. So also letting everybody know. So that's what Josh's deal is. And he's also now part of the team. So we're really, really excited about that. That was a that was an intro for his third favorite person on this panel. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't make me choose. So now we also got Amar Kuba um, (laughs) as if I'm going in some kind of order. You know what I mean? Um, But we got my man Amar afterthought. Um, who Amar has been a man, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff. He's a domain investor, super successful, also very successful investor in various different business entities and stuff. I don't know what stuff I'm actually allowed to talk about, but I can tell you that he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's been on Domain Sherpa uh, plenty of times. He's, he's one, of the, one of the fam and uh, actually has recently started picking up his blogging again, which uh, I'm really excited about because I think he's, he's, he's posted two blogs so far. 
Um, and hey, Amar, I don't know if, uh, where where are you posting it? Like, what's the the link? Like, where is that? At? Afterthought, afterthought.com, right? Afterthought.com. Well, That's right. See, boom. And thank you for the intro. As long as I'm ahead of Braden, life is good. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what's up. So afterthought.com, check it out. We, when is the third post coming up? Is it coming soon? It was supposed to be uh, Wednesday, but obviously today's Friday hasn't gone up yet, but it's going to be on NFTs. I'm hoping to post it this weekend. Um, I've just kind of been working on it and I want it to be good. So, All right. I dig um, it, man. Well, so far, so coming. good, man. The content has been great so far. And uh, so, so, you know, I'm a fan, but um, so that's Thanks, what's brother. up. Then we've got the one and only Michael Seiger. <laughs> you know, I gotta go to well, Braden. I gotta go to Braden last. All right, for those yeah. of you who don't know, Michael. Oh, Seiger. I knew, I knew I was going last. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Michael Sager is the founder of Domain Sherpa and sold it to Drew for five years ago. But uh, Domain Sherpa is almost about to hit its ten-year anniversary, which is really exciting. I mean, it's been around for a decade. So, uh, and to tell folks who don't know, I mean, you know, we've got the archives; it's available. We'll actually be posting them up on the YouTube channel soon. But right now, DomainSherpa.com, you can go all the way back. And, uh, you know, there's there's definitely some gems in some of the archives. And, and you can even, you know, follow along to the extent that you've got the time. There's a whole lot of really, really great content there. Uh, now, Michael uh, is the founder and operator of DN Academy, which is the number one domain name educational platform in the world, in the world. Uh, with some amazing tools. I'm more and more impressed every time I go on there and get to see the new stuff that you're unveiling there and uh, from valuation tools on domain names, uh, some best in class stuff regarding that. And then the, the, the actual education around how to be a better domain investor to understand the domain space, uh, you know, all of the other tools and, and stuff and information that's available out there, as well as strategies and tactics and everything to be able to really to be to give people the best opportunity to be successful domain investors. They are the chosen provider for GoDaddy. Um, as well as a whole handful of other, Cedo, uh, uh, I think is, is a partner um, yep. and, uh, and a handful of others. And there've been a few folks who have gone through the program who have now been hired by, you know, domain businesses as brokers or other, you know, in other roles, uh, you know, where their education via DN Academy has actually given them a, a, a jumping board uh, to, uh, to, to elevate themselves into an actual, you know, job in the space. So, you know, which I think is really, really awesome. So ton of credit to Mike and the work that he's done and, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and what he brings to the, uh, he's the number one educator in the space, constantly devoting a ton of time and energy to trying to help people in this space, which I think is commendable. So boom, that's what's Shoo! up. That's what's Thanks, up. Thanks JT. Great to be here. Yep. And last but not least, we got Braden Pollock. All right. So now, Let's get into. Oh, I knew! I knew! <laughs> I knew! <that. laughs> oh, God, I wish I could have put money on that. I, because I knew that's exactly what you were gonna do. <laughs> no, Braden is that dude, man. If people don't know, he is he is one of the top domain investors, one of the most successful guys who. You know, but it doesn't not a lot of fanfare. I mean, Braden, most of your stuff, I think, as far as your public persona, most of Braden's fanfare is from himself. <laughs> no, really. Oh, no, geez. really. What it is, is it's, it's man. I'm so glad somebody else is taking the heat. <laughs> really, for, for Braden, what it is, is it's that, you know, most of his public kind of persona activity is doing things like moderating NamesCon uh, seminars, sessions um, at the conferences, you know, moderating clubhouse rooms, things like that. Like, so kind of in line with what I just said about Mike, you know, Braden's very, very involved in trying to help the space, trying to be somewhat of a sort of a, a central figure for facilitating, 
you know, education and conversations and discussions, as well as being a super, super successful domain investor. And uh, as well as a whole bunch of other, you know, ventures. I mean, again, I don't know how much of everybody's personal stuff I can disclose, but I've, you know, had, had plenty of conversations with Braden about different businesses that he's invested in and a lot of really, really cool stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so angel investor, successful domain investor, and uh, all around, all around great guy, which is why he's on the panel here with us. So, One of the good guys. So, um, anyway, so with that, now that we're done with this, uh, you know, this, you know, fanning all of the, uh, you know, the pharaohs up here. Um, let's go ahead. And, thank, thank you. Let's go ahead and actually talk about some stuff. So, first thing I've got on the topic is this GoDaddy Brent Oxley situation. So it looks like um, the as of the most recent update that I've seen. Uh, they got the locks removed from the domains and it looks like he's transferred. Are they, have they all been transferred to Namecheap? Does anybody know? Is anybody following what's going on there? I heard that they did transfer them all to Namecheap and they're out of GoDaddy now. So, you know, for the folks who don't know, effectively Brent Oxley, big time domain guy, host Gator, all this stuff like, um, you know, uh, very, very successful, been in the space forever, has an incredible portfolio, uh, had some situation involving a potential alleged business partner who is based in India, who filed a, a, a lawsuit in India. Um, and then that lawsuit then led to effectively some of the, some enormous, I mean, million dollar domain assets, create.com and a whole bunch of others being locked at GoDaddy for a significant amount of time. And we're talking months um, while he was trying to file cases like where, and he's not based in India, he's, he's based in Texas. Um, and uh, so effectively they had the domains locked up uh, he couldn't do anything with them, which meant deals, you know, right now we're in a super hot market, which meant he couldn't sell them. Um, yeah, I heard he, he had like five five point two million dollars in domain deals, domain sales like that were teed up that just fell, you know, fell apart because he couldn't sell the names. Yeah, man. I mean, and that's crazy. And, you know, so interestingly, Paul Nix, who who is the, you know, the head of the GoDaddy aftermarket, you know, he was pretty active on like name pros and in other places just trying to kind of, you know, sort of, sort of give the, 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 you know, the GoDaddy position to the extent that he could. And I thought that was very, you know, good on Paul. Paul's very good with that kind of stuff. He tries to, you know, he's the guy who's out in the space, you know, also Joe Styler, shout out to Joe. Um, but, you know, taking some of that heat, trying to at least let people know what their position is, why they're doing what they're doing. I know a lot of people didn't agree with, you know, they effectively, it's, you know, this question of jurisdiction and controlling law and what do you do? But it looks like GoDaddy has changed their policy now that they're not going to lock domains in the event unless they actually get a court order directing them to lock domains. Is anybody is anybody up on some of that, like as far as what their most recent policy update dictates? And just, just to be clear, not only was it not a U.S. court order, but it was in India courts and it was a complaint that he filed that cost no order twelve dollars to file a complaint. Yeah. So and the totally unsubstantiated. Court hasn't issued a decision. The court hasn't issued an opinion. The court hasn't issued a single order. It was simply a filed complaint in India, which has not seen its day in court yet. And yet they took that initiative. I find it to be, you know, extremely alarming, uh, disgusting. I have a number of adjectives to describe it. All of them are quite negative. I understand the position of GoDaddy and I believe it's more complicated than all of us understand. From what I understand, because they are a registered business in India, um, that complicates things. 
I know there are similar laws in China where if you actually have a presence there, then they can basically have jurisdiction over you in other jurisdictions. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, GoDaddy in general, in my dealings, has always taken a very conservative approach um, in, in everything. Uh, and so I, I'm not entirely surprised. And I, I think it is probably more complicated than, than we're, you know, what meets the eye. Um, I also will say that, um, you know, there are always two sides to the story. I do think this guy is off the rails, but I also know that, you know, Brent is not an easy guy to deal with. In, in my experience, um, I do not take much pleasure in dealing with him. And so I, I, you know, it's, it's okay. Like I have nothing against the guy. It's just not an easy guy to deal with. And so, you know, just taking all of that into account, you know, I, I think there's just more to the story, yeah. but it is still nonetheless, as somebody who has the vast majority of our domains with unit registry, which is now wholly owned by GoDaddy, it is extremely alarming to me that somebody in a completely unrelated jurisdiction can spend $12, file a court order and have names freeze, uh, frozen. Th that's absurd. I mean, that, that's, there would be almost no circumstance in any industry on any asset class where that would be possible for $12 mm -hmm. as far as I know. Yeah. hundred percent. It's the whole thing is just ridiculous. And I understand that there's two sides to every story and we're not hearing both sides, you know, large corporations typically don't air their dirty laundry, right? There's just, and so I understand that we're not seeing everything hey. and that we might not yeah. be seeing everything from Brent side, I will say that I've done business with Brent and he's been fantastic to work with, but I think this yeah. is a lesson learned from any hustler out there, any domain broker, anybody that's like finding deals, get it in writing. Like if you're sending leads to somebody and you expect to be compensated, like get it all in writing. And this, this whole, like, I didn't even look through all the stuff that was posted publicly on on whatever sites out there, but the whole thing just seemed like a cluster and uh, not the way that business should be run. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, also hats off to Paul because Paul, I mean, Paul Nix, talk about a, you know, five-star soldier. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, they said, soldier. they said, hey dude, dude go, like, go out there. Like straight up, I got <laughs> take on that tank. for Paul. Yeah. Exactly, they were like, look, here's a, here's a nine millimeter. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a squadron of tanks coming, you know, go, go get in front of that. And, and, <laughs> good luck. Good luck, homie. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. You know, <laughs> boom, slam the doors behind you. And, uh, exactly. and, and so, you know, and, we'll be and, right and, behind to, you, bro. <laughs> yeah. To Paul's credit, you know, he got out there in the trenches and he just started popping off shots and, you know, he, yeah. he, he did what he had to do. So and like, Joe and Joe and Joe does that every day as well. Yeah. And, yeah. And Joe too. And Joe too. So, you know, really uh, like legit, not even making a joke about it. Like hats <laughs> off. Like yeah, where, that where, is what you want. That's a strong soldier right there. Yeah. I would not want that job. No, no, no hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. That's and, what makes him a great soldier. Yeah. And I think that was, like you said, rocking a hard place, send him out there onto the battlefield. We'll be right behind you, bud. And then all of a sudden he's looking around. <laughs> he's like, where'd everybody go? And, uh, you know, he took those shots and, uh, you know, like I said, did a really good job of being out there in the space, trying to, you know, be public about, Hey, here's how we're looking at this. This is what they're doing. Um, and I said earlier, shout out to Joe Styler as well. 
um, you know, those guys definitely, they do a great job out in, in the space representing GoDaddy and, and those interests and, and, and the company, I think in the, especially and, ta- and taking the punches. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's, that's absolutely right. We used to have this, uh, you know, my kids used to do karate, right? They had that thing. We used to call it Bob, the, uh, you know, the, the thing that you would just beat up on, you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, they're yeah. like, they're like Keep popping up. <laughs> exactly. Bob or dad. Dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Got to rename it to Paul. <laughs> exactly. We still had it. I would go write Paul on it right now. Take a picture of it and send it to him. Um, so, yeah, well, you know, but another thing I thought was really interesting about that whole deal is that they worked like, uh, you know, they were involved a lot with the ICA um, as to try to understand or not understand, but, you know, get sort of feedback from the domain community. Because it's one thing to just be, you know, fielding these comments, these trolls and not all trolls, but, you know, you got trolls mixed with intelligent folks mixed with people who have good intentions and bad intentions. But, you know, that's where something like the ICA, uh, you know, I think really comes in handy and, you know, a testament to those folks as well, because, you know, they were working directly with GoDaddy through the process to say, hey, you know, let's talk about what are the real concerns here from domain owners and domain investors and other folks in the space. And I thought that was really, you know, was pretty cool. And credit to, to Paul and the team, too, for interfacing with the ICA on something like this, because I thought that was where they kind of, you know, earned their money here. So, look, the, yeah, I will support that 100 percent. I think the ICA, which is a membership that represents domain name registrants, right? They're fighting for our rights in every situation. And the ICA saw this happening and they, um, you know, I uh, started a conversation with GoDaddy, who is a platinum member of the Internet Commerce Association and got and I think helped resolve this whole thing. And if anything, I, I don't know if they're a member, but like if uh, Brent Oxley is not a member of ICA, yeah, he needs yeah, to be yeah, signing yeah. up for like <laughs> a platinum membership because yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, got yeah. resolved I, a I heck of a lot I, quicker. Yeah, I, 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 I could be wrong. And I, if I am, I, I, I apologize in advance. Uh, but I do not think Brent is a member and you are spot on. I, you know, it's time to cut a check, right? ICA needs yeah. your help uh, because they got your back. Yeah. Right. They got all of our backs, right? Like yeah. all domain name registrants. They're, they're yeah. watching out for us. And this is something that needs to be corrected. And, and it's awesome. I'm proud to be a member of Internet Commerce Association. Yeah. yeah. It's more than check. It's more than cutting a check, though. You know, it's not about. It's not even about cutting the check for for a guy like that. It's about showing his support and who he is, and and you know, what they represent more than anything. In nah, my, in my, it's about cutting way. the check. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, certainly it, it, part it, of it. it, it I, it's, I it's literally about cutting the check. Well, how? I mean, how much is the check? It's, it's not that much in the grand scheme of things. But well, the check would would help, the right? The check but, is, you know, the check is the check. What the check should be is probably like fifty to hundred grand is what the check should be, right, uh, okay. and then you know maybe a ten to twenty five thousand dollar per year ongoing, you know, membership. Yeah, that, um, that makes him like a in line, number. which is in line <laughs> with what Media Options pays as the highest paying domain broker in the ICA membership ranks. Uh, we are a gold member, and. Uh, you know, I, I think that, yeah, Warren said, man. He, well, thanks, he for, thanks, for picking up. Up, thanks for picking up the Slack media options. We love you. Well, hey, we do what we can. But, you know, because I guarantee you, if you call. It's got to be commensurate. It's, I, you know, I figure it should be commensurate with market share. No, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just commensurate with ego. Uh, that, definitely that. Well, 
no, it, I, it, then I'd be then I'd be paying then I'd be underwriting the entire ICA budget. <laughs> there you go. True no that. doubt. But yeah, if you call Camilla right now, Josh, and you're like, "Hey, I could do one of two things. I could either cut you this check, or I could just I could support. You know, which one do you want?" I'd be. Uh, oh, I, I think from me, from my perspective, it's going to be the support because I've brought in a lot of people to the ICA that's probably worth more than my check. All right. all right. Well, you know. So you know. No, but I think either way, right? And it takes it takes all of it, right? They need they need funds because you know for the different initiatives and things that they do. Um, and obviously, you know, putting in some actual elbow grease as well is important because you know for those of us who have voices and you know some some you know the ability to help drive people there and. Ultimately, they're out there supporting us. I mean, so for the folks who don't know, you know, you've got Camilla, you've got Nat Cohen, you've got Zach Muscovich, you know, who are pretty much the three folks, the three musketeers that do lion's share of the work there. And, uh, you know, whether they are, um, you know, just, uh, I mean, and Tessa Holcomb. Oh, and Tessa too. Yeah, fair. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and there's other people too. I'm not trying to undermine anybody else's like contributions or anything like that. The, uh, and, and, um, 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 uh, Braden Braden Pollock. Pollock. <laughs> Andrew Rosner. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, the 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 guy from Sado. Uh, Dave Evanson. No, the lawyer. <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm just exactly. playing, yeah. Um. Anyway, so long story sideways is you know they're out there doing a lot of different stuff. Check them out. I I, I don't is it the Internet Commerce Association org. Maybe what's did anybody know? Inter Internet Commerce org. Boom. Internetcommerce.org. Check them out. If you guys, you know, as folks who are either new to the space or folks that are involved in the space and have been here for a while um, and, uh, you know, you know, and, and have had success, you know, uh, it would be a good thing to, uh, you know, that's an important group to support if you can. So and uh, and they didn't know that we were going to bring them up and give them a shout out. So, you know, we're not getting anything from it other than being members ourselves. But um, I think this GoDaddy Brent Oxley thing is a perfect example, though, of where, you know, they and, really, really earn their money and really help. Yeah. And by the way, to the audience, um, even though I'm being, you know, a little bit uh, abrasive here and I'm shouting out, you know, big numbers, we do give, you know, a, a very material amount to the ICA as a member because we believe they do provide a tremendous amount of value to protecting our rights as domain owners. And we have, you know, a lot of uh, uh, valuable domain names. But you can become a member of the ICA for, I believe, as little as $50 a year. Um, and, uh, you know, there are different uh, uh, tiers of membership and support. Uh, but for as little as $50, you can become a member of the ICA. And uh, that is as well a meaningful contribution. And it start, at least it starts there. And uh, then you get to see what the ICA is all about. You get on the newsletter. You... Uh, start meeting other members and uh, just the access that you have to the most important people in the domain industry uh, through membership in the ICA, that alone is worth, you know, it's, if it's you join the ICA, priceless. who will spend up to four hours per day talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, and if you don't think that the ICA is going to do anything for you, you, you're wrong. They, they are representing your interests. And if you just think about what this community does for you, the access that you have to, to all the investors that have been in the space for a long time, whether it's whether it's blogs or podcasts or, or right here on Clubhouse and all the information you get for free, uh, you, you know, support the community. We support the community. 
if you're a part of it, you should support the community too. It, it, at least for $50 a year, yeah. the ICA. Well, and like Drew said, you know, there's networking that comes from it. There's a lot of benefits. So I think at the end of the day, and uh, you know, they're out there fighting the fight on these kinds of things, you know, price increases with, you know, the registry level and, you know, other things like that. There was that article on circle ID saying, oh, all the domain names are taken by squatters and Zach, I think, or that one of them responded with a really, you know, thoughtful, you know, uh, informative response article that came out. In Smackdown, I believe is what it was called. It really was a Smackdown. <laughs> it was legit. And, uh, you know, and that's. Well, but the complaint, I mean, the, you know, the, 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 his concern in the first place, you know, I, I was all up in arms thinking, you know, going into this thing and you listen to his argument and it was like, oh my God, okay. You know, it's like barely even worth it to, to, to fight know, back. Yeah. But because, like, you know, there is this sort of, socialist element of I can you want to you know nip those types of things at the bud mm -hmm. um and not let them you know grow uh and blossom mm -hmm. but nonetheless it, 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 you know it was not a valid argument yeah. right it was a very 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 uh rootless uh, argument but um yeah. but the ICA argument of so good, many people ICA good communism bad <laughs> okay um, Moving on. All right. With that. Um, all right. So let's see. What else we got? Um, so NamesCon Europe 2021 has been canceled. Um, so when do you guys think we, we ever going to have an in-person conference again? When's, when, when's the next time you guys think realistically we're getting together in person? January uh, NamesCon back yeah. in Austin is my guess. Yeah. January Although, NamesCon Austin. Definitely the next one will be U.S. Probably. I think you might be ambitious with January. You think? That's almost a whole year away. I'm going in January, I, you know, I'm going in January by myself. So like, yeah. you guys, I mean, someone you know join what? me. You know what? I was. Oh, Drew, you cut out there. But I'm um... sorry. Uh, up until this week, I was really bullish on like. What was he bullish about? I was bullish on. <laughs> we'll find, never know. find out on the next the episode of Domain Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was bullish on the rebound uh, from COVID, right? The economic and, and, and sort of just freedoms and all this stuff, right? And uh, I have to say, what I'm seeing is pretty scary out there because basically the US is, you know, in Israel, uh, maybe a handful of other small countries. It are like the only places where they're like on track to reach the sort of 60, 70% vaccination level that you need in order to like sort of stop one of these types of things in its track. Okay. You don't give it a, a, a big enough attack vector in order for it to like sustain a, 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 a you know, um, uh, a pandemic. And so um, what's happening is that now, You've got this petri dish of people who are some vaccinated with various different platforms of vaccination technology, and uh, with you know varying pre-existing conditions and genetic makeup, and this virus is playing around in this sandbox of of of, of various uh, circumstances, and it's mutating, and it seems to be mutating in more aggressive ways. Luckily, not more aggressive in terms of its um, um, the mortality, you know, the mortality, but, but in its ability to infect, it's becoming better and better and better at, at, at infecting humans. 
So I think my best guess is that we are at the start of a third wave that basically you, you, the United States is in a race to achieve, you know, like mass vaccination before one of these mutations takes hold in the U.S., which there's some indication that it's starting to. Um, those mutations are already well implanted in, in, in many other countries like Italy now, Germany, um, UK, uh, you know, and so, um, and then third world countries. So, you know, the way it works with this stuff is like, unless we're, you know, what, what could happen is like US reaches, you know, that tipping point and then it sort of just completely locks down again on travel and you've got sort of bubbles in different places around the world. And that's probably what will happen. But I don't think we're gonna see like, okay, world travel opens up and everybody's cool. There will be places where it's cool and there will be places where it's really not cool. Yeah. I think Europe dropped the ball. You know, they went all in on AstraZeneca, then they banned AstraZeneca. Now they're back on AstraZeneca. But as far as all the other vaccines are concerned, they're basically at the back of the line. Brazil just priced in order for 800 million doses of the Moderna. Europe has no chance of getting that now. And so, you know, I, I think I think it's a race against time um, and mutations. And I think we lost. I think there's a <laughs> All right. Well, hey, hey let's, not to I don't want to I don't want to take you off of this. You know, this uh, I'm like, I'm pretty depressed. <laughs> yes, right now. Do. Hey, <laughs> hey, JT, yeah. can you kid Drew the... down to the audience? Because he's a bummer. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I, all I'm saying is I'm going to take my tent. I'm going down to Braden's compound. I'm going to camp out for a while, throw some axes. So you let's know, do it, so nobody. Let's, We're going to have a good time. So here's the deal. When I Listen, I called this thing January 18th last year okay and i saw i saw i just i saw how it was all going to play out and and it's the you know the different pieces and many of you i sent you my white paper i wrote a nine-page white paper of how this was going to play out and if you go back and read that it was pretty much spot on like literally every single element of it was spot on as to what happened from the stock market to the way that it was going to spread around the world to the lockdowns to the mask to the whole the whole thing and you know, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I basically had stopped giving it much thought for the last six months. And then in the last month or so, I've really been looking at this hard about, all right, you know, it looks like everybody's getting a little too over their skis on, you know, things are looking rosy again. And I don't think that's the case. So, you know, these vaccines, you know, they're not that effective against these mutations. And I think, you know, a couple more generations of mutations and they become completely ineffective. And so it's really a race. And I just think, I don't think we made it. I think we lost. I think we got too caught up in politics. That was a better take, man. I appreciate that. I, it was still, <laughs> I was still say, yeah. I'm still depressed. No, no, I'm, I'm still about saying, to jump off the roof, value, but hey, all good. Value, Thanks for listen, trying. Listen, there's value, in, <laughs> there's value in knowing early. There's value in taking a contrarian look at things. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so- you know, I, look, I was very well served. I made more money this year than I've ever made in my entire life. And the vast majority of that was because I took very proactive action in anticipation of what was going to happen. And, you know, that served me well. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, and I think yeah. that's a fair point. And hey, just to, uh, 
we were talking about this to reset the room, right? Were we talking about this on, on Sherpa, I think? Um, just, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. just so everybody in the audience is aware, we're recording this. We're going to post it on Domain Sherpa. So, uh, but the, you know, the, you're open to raise your hand if you want to come up and talk. Um, I was trying to, Paul was, uh, LaPointe was raising his hand. I was trying to get you up here. Um, I'll try that again. But so just so you know, you're being recorded. So speaking is consenting to be, you know, to, to participating. Uh, and then we're going to be publishing it on the uh, Domain Sherpa site as part of the podcast. This will be a podcast episode on Domain Sherpa. And uh, so anyway, just want to let everybody know. And yeah, no, Drew, I totally feel where you're coming from. I guess my thing was, all right, so it's going to be a little while to conferences. So then I think it becomes a question and Paige Howe's in the audience, right? So you got the domain show, you know, you've got Namescon that's now making, you know, so they've made ch some changes, you know, they went through, uh, you know, uh, changing ownership, divesting, you know, GoDaddy divested it. Um, so, you know, but now we also have Clubhouse, which is, you know, and, and a lot of other sort of ongoing things. You got the domain social, that's a weekly thing. Um, so, you know, do we continue to see online conferences like the recent Namescon? Do we, does that sort of peter out for a little bit until kind of everybody sort of gets their legs under them? Is it that we just see some local events come back? I mean, I guess what- Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's like the, 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 the Namescon uh, conferences online, they did a phenomenal job, right? But it's like, you can only have so many of those in a year. And I, I you know, to be quite honest with you, I, I thought the last one was, was pretty good, but you know, how much different was that than the one, one before, you know? I, I find it difficult to, uh, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. And I think you can only have one of those a year. Um, otherwise it gets a bit too repetitive. Well, and I, I think, agree. and I think it speaks to the fact that you've got other ways now to interact with folks on a more regular basis. And I think Clubhouse is a perfect example. Um, some of the stuff like the Domain Social, which Michael Seiger actually started, and now Arif runs on a weekly basis, which is also a, a cool thing to, uh, you know, I think that kick, you know, that'll be going on today, I think at three o'clock Eastern time uh, for folks who, uh, I don't know if anybody, Mike, what's the, what's the link for that? Uh, if they go go to thedomainsocial.com, thedomainsocial.com, they can sign up. They don't publish a link because uh, it leads to, um, you know, spammers on Zoom jumping in there, but they'll email you a link uh, to the, to yep. the, um, so it's a show. week, yep, weekly Zoom that takes place. I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern time on Fridays for the most part. Yep. They, they, they sometimes will do special events like, you know, during the right of the dot auction. I know they had a room going and, uh, you know, and I think they do a really, really good job as well of just getting, you know, Jonathan is very, Frank's is very involved and, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, it's fun. You know, I try to join when I can. And, uh, and I think maybe that's some of what we'll see, you know, I mean, maybe that's what it is. Like you said, having sort of these bigger formal events, um, you know, where it, it was, you know, before, you know, where we didn't have alternatives and there were ongoing sort of conversations and meetups and things, you know, at least virtually. Uh, so maybe that's what it'll look like until, you know, but I do know once everyone can finally get back to being in person, people are going to be stampeding to get there. Oh my God. So ready to go. So once yeah. I get my yeah. vaccine, I'm going to be like all over the place, licking doorknobs, <laughs> so, hanging out wherever I can. Hey, you uh, know, I, yeah. just, I just want to point out that, you know, all the, all the cool shit in our industry, like domain Sherpa and the social and DN Academy, Mike Seiger started all that. What what is ah, you, you see a trend there? Yeah. You see that? <laughs> he is the common denominator for the cool shit in our he industry. He is a cool guy. He is a cool Dude, guy. Don't That's forget about I mean. DN Seattle. We ran that for a number of Ooh, years. I was that there. Was, I was at one of those. Yeah. 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 I was there. Those yeah, were man, um, I, I did the fireside chat at Amazon. Yeah, you did. That was a good one. 
we moved it around every single year. The very first year was on the top of the Space Needle, and that was pretty awesome. So I'm going to see if I, we I can was open there. some. I went to the one that was like in the want... basement at Enom. That was, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> when did you stop doing those, Mike? Oh, I don't know. 2000. I think it was when I sold Domain Sherpa. I stopped doing those. But yeah, um, I'm feeling maybe we should uh, resurrect like, those again. Mike was like, I'm out. Because I do feel like those micro events, you know, those max, you know, 50 or 100 people where you can actually see everybody in the room and have a conversation and it's really focused. And um, I I think those are uh, don't go out of style. I think that those are great. great. Before before everybody, you know, poo pooed me for for being depressing. That's where I was going. (laughs) Is that is we muted like, yeah, yeah, but like. I, I actually, it's exactly what Mike's saying. I think that that's where we're going to go is you're going to just get people that are either vaccinated or people that just don't care and they're going to just create smaller events. And so mm-hmm. you'll have like smaller events, kind of more meetup type events. And I, I think that starts in the next six months or less. Like I, yeah. I, I think that there, you know, I think there's probably already some initiatives being worked on. I, I, I think those are, that's probably what we're going to see before we see a big conference again. Um, See, that was good, I man. Think- if you could have got to that point a little quicker, then just <laughs> <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> but I would agree. And I think that is like, that is what we'll say. Hey, listen, it's shock and awe. <laughs> Although I want to put in a plug for Vegas because I heard one of our uh, favorite friends with a big teddy bear got a new pad and I want to go check it out. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, as long as there's legal weed, I'm down. Party <laughs> to Mars. There, there is legal weed and there is a new pad. Names con uh, 2021 in my, uh, in my yes. at the crib. I like nice. it. Yes. Amar Khan. Amar Khan. So I got to go see if that's registered. Yo, so Amar, <laughs> what's Vegas like right now? I mean, is it, uh, you know, are, are, is it coming back to life? Like are people just, because I think the more people that have gotten COVID, the more people that have gotten vaccinated, you know, it's like, I know at least here, you know, I'm in Florida and, you know, where they act like it never was even a thing to begin with. And, uh, you know, people are out and about, right? I mean, it's not like, you know, concerts and packed bars, although I think there's probably a little bit of that. But what's what's Vegas like right now? Um, it's like I'm looking out my window right now and it is like it feels normal. Um, and other than the seeing people wearing masks, I feel like it's pretty much normal Um and, you know, so uh, I think at the end of this month, uh, everything goes back to full capacity. And wow. Um, but I don't know if clubs are open yet, because uh, even if they were like, I'm not going to I'm not going yet until we're vaccinated. And um, and even then, I don't even know it's necessary quite yet. But um, so I think, you know, restaurants are open indoors. Uh, bars are open. I think clubs are not yet open, but they probably will be by the beginning of next month, I believe. So it really feels back to normal. Yeah. So I think you're going to see like, you know, I think Drew's right. And I think you are going to see these smaller, like, you know, sort of more intimate events. And, uh, you know, as as things do kind of in the bubbles where people are comfortable to get out and about Paris is, is about to shut down for a month. Right. But like you said, Vegas is about to open up completely. So, you know, different, different, different strokes for different folks, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, and even wearing the mask, I mean, once you get used to it, I don't know, man, I kind of like the idea of like, I went, we were out some, we were, we, we only eat outside, but 
you know, using a bathroom in like a restaurant, I'm masked up. And I'm like, I think I'm going to wear a mask anytime I go into a public bathroom from now on. I don't know why, you know what I mean? I'm I, that that works for me. These are some of the things that I think are positive byproducts of all of this crazy. Yeah, your OCD is finally covered up by society. <laughs> exactly. You can wear your mask. You can sanitize your hands like 20 times a day. You're all good, JT. Exactly. I'm like, yo, this is now caught up to where I'm at. Like all the hotels, <laughs> all the hotels that are like, oh, hey, we sanitized your room and we did all these cleaning procedures and stuff. It's like, well, what were you guys doing before? You know what I'm I know. <laughs> like, and get those bedspreads <laughs> off of there, man. Those yeah. things are gross. They're like, oh, we washed yeah. those for the first time ever. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I, you know what I, I really mean, uh, got wrong this year was like, I, I, I said early, like in February, I was like, oh man, Trump is going to absolutely crush this virus because that dude was like the number one germaphobe in the world. Like that was like one of the few things I remember from the book I read like 20 years ago. It was like he, he refused to shake hands with anybody in business, politics. He just didn't shake hands because he was like such a germaphobe. And I was like, all right, this guy's going to, you know, throw everything he's got at this thing. And instead, you know. No, instead he was away. like, yo, inject some disinfectant. Y'all got Clorox? <laughs> you have Clorox and needle? No, and it, was <laughs> it was Lysol. He was like, it's all good. So I, I'm in this uh, I'm in this angel investor group and we just did a uh, we had a pitch session and um, we're seeing a lot of stuff that is going to make things better. Uh, th there's so much new technology coming out that's going to be in public places um, like one of the companies has a UVC uh, solution that goes inside the HVAC duct. Yep. So yep, your air is getting sanitized as it comes mm -hmm. out, right? So there's going to be uh, some good stuff is going to come out of this. It's, that's going to make us, you know, make everything, you know, I guess cleaner, safer, whatever. And the same um, with commercial lighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the commercial lighting is 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 going to change too. That will will kill germs just when the lights are on. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so tying yeah, this all into domain and cause names. cancer at the same time. It's, it's super cool. <laughs> We're all going to be That's really tan. We're going to have yeah, that. Yeah. What's, what's that called? And what deal. domain names do I need to register? Yeah, right. I was going to say tying it into domain names. You know, you you uh, may want to be looking at names like you know that that could be used for those kind of uh, products. Oh, oh, you mean something like uv.com? <laughs> oh, because because. Because Dude, you're such a hard flexor, man. God, you always have a two-letter just on Wait, hand for whatever what you, we're talking about. What do you about. mean about UV.com? Why did you bring we're, that up, Andrew? We're brokering UV.com for sale right now. What? We are? Why don't you, why don't you uh, sell it on this, on this uh, episode right now? Right now. Somebody step up. Who wants it? Yeah, that's the. Uh, I'm like the guy riding shotgun on the infomercial. You know, it's like, and then the grill turns 360 degrees. It does what? You know, and uh, <laughs> so why would you mention UV.com? We're brokering it for real. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, and for a limited time. Yeah, yeah. But buy one now and you can get MJ.com included. Uh, buy one now. Oh my God. UV.horse for free. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we take some questions <laughs> from people that want to actually uh, learn something other than what Drew's brokering? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, the, to the audience, the room is open. Uh, raise your hands. Happy to bring you up. If anybody wants to chime in about something we've been talking about, somebody wants to ask a question, uh, it's all good. We are recording this room and we are going to post it um, to the uh, Domain Sherpa site as a podcast episode. So but uh, but yeah, uh, you know, the floor is is open for anybody that I, would like to. I've uh, got a up. question. 
I got a question for Chris, who who's not saying anything because he's probably working on deals. He actually <laughs> slipped out of the room. I actually disappeared I had a big for like meeting. ten minutes. I had, a big he did, he did. I, I had uh, <laughs> it was like money or talk to you guys. So I'll take some right. Money. So I want to know what you just sold. Uh no, I, I can't. I can't. I, can't <laughs> I mean, NDA is a very uh, important part of the business. Yes, yes, yes. Does anybody know if the uh, right of the dot uh, those big auctions if they actually close here's what well tattoo, tattoo yeah i was going to say tattoo closed and it was the same buyer right so that tells me and my understanding and in, in my conversations with folks is that you know the 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 buyer of the other two the big ones bird and uh fish fish, fish. you know is looking to, to close those deals as well it's just you know working on the financing details so that's what that's and, what. and for the people in the audience that don't know price points uh, which were investor sales? You want to, you want to mention those? Yeah, man. Tattoo sold for seven hundred, right? Seven hundred thousand? Se- no, seven fifty or yeah, seven, I, I, something it's like higher. that. Yeah, seven fifty yeah. or even eight hundred. I think it was eight. Okay. Yeah, that's and, what I thought. You know, it was pretty. I, I just saw an article today. I was reading uh, some in Future Loop, which is um, you know from uh, uh, Singularity. Um, they uh, somebody just came out with a, a, a technology to. They're, they just and they actually just did it. The first remote AI tattoo. So like you literally go into a booth, and like there's a, a tattoo artist. It's like decentralized tattoos. Wow. So you can have like yeah, that's crazy. Some super super fly tattoo artist who's in like Latvia, and you're sitting in a booth in Chicago, and this dude draws his tattoo on your arm remotely yo that's and I was crazy like, Whoa, that is fire that and is then really i was thinking cool. about and then i was thinking about oh wow i was like wow tattoo.com for 800 grand that was a big sale and then i'm like oh wow tattoo.com 800 grand decentralized tattoos at the at tattoo.com like yo. you know now you got a, a marketplace for literally global worldwide yeah. tattoo artists whoa that changes the economics yeah that's crazy well because i know a guy who actually is involved in uh ro- like su- robotic surgery right so same mm-hmm. same principle just totally. you know where it's like you could have the best doctors in the world operating in far out locations or you know going international and all that kind of stuff that's what they do you know siemens and you know there's just a whole lot of big big you know i mean this is obviously enormous enormous uh space and uh you know and they are at the the bleeding edge of it but you know Taking it all this of- tech brought to you by 5G, by the way. Yeah. For, for, you can't, you couldn't do this with 4G. It's five, 5G is what's required because it's. Has anybody noticed that Braden likes to bring up the things that cause cancer? <laughs> <laughs> or the things that got Bill Gates trying to put a chip in me? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. What, so, what do you got, like a seed round and Bill Gates? Yeah. He's working up? for the man. <laughs> That's right. You figured me out. He's like, he's like the vaccines, the UV light in every home, the uh, 5G, you know, it's all about control with Braden. No, but um, yeah, so uh, the why tattoo- am I the one that's that's <laughs> taking all the punches today? I, I thought you were just flexing on Drew like you own 5G.com or something. Uh, okay, so in Braden's support, I just sold Braden an extremely, extremely good domain name, brokered, it wasn't ours. Uh, uh, and he was the savvy, savviest enough domain buyer to step up, see the value in this name, see how undervalued it was and just step up and take it down without, you know, without head. What was it? Yeah. I feel like, can you guys tell us? My hat is off to Brady. He is. 
Oh, come on, man. Did you just cut Truly, yourself off on purpose? No, man. I, I, I agree with you, Drew. I agree with you. People keep. No, I meant you were breaking up. It sounded like you were about to tell us. And no, then... it's when, when a phone phone call comes in, that's what it cuts out. Ah. But, but Braden's Brad, just listening right now, and he's like, you guys don't even know. You What's the domain? Yeah, Drew is saying nice things about me, so I want him to finish his thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I keep getting cut off by, by you know, people that want to buy my domain names. But I'm here for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, things um, are good. Things are good. So, yeah, I was just I was just blowing some smoke up Braden's ass, but I'll take it. He is legit a, a, a serious, serious, seriously good domain buyer, and did just buy a very, very good domain from us. And so, hats off, and we have nothing but love for Braden. We're just giving him a hard time today because you know oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. get it enough. And usually, I'm the one taking all the punches, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> what is the domain? Uh, the domain is intent.com Ooh, boom that's a oh wait let me see you know buyer's intent man i i I was kind of shocked that that name didn't just like sell day one to like i didn't like the entire purpose of domain names the entire purpose of search the entire purpose of seo like marketing, advertising, all of that can be boiled down to one word. And that word is intent. It's like, what are we trying to do? You're trying to match somebody's intent with a product or a service. That's it. The, the whole thing can be boiled down to intent. I, I think it's an amazing brand. An amazing yeah, it, brand. it's it's probably one of my top 10. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a tough negotiation. It was, you know, what's the price? Is, is that the bottom line? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So did you get it for less than they put it in to their newsletter for? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Mike. Mike, man, that is a, that is a <laughs> slick, slick way to just put him on well, the spot. Well done. Drew, can I, can I answer that? Uh, you can answer whatever you want. I don't think we have, uh, well. Oh, hey. Yeah, uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, you, I don't think we can disclose the price without the seller's approval. Yeah. Um, um, we could say, look, here's the deal. The price that's in the newsletter is the price that's in the newsletter. Braden bought the domain, you know, and yeah. that's it. That's what we can tell y'all, you know? Yeah. So, so reasonable oh, price, price, killer domain name. And uh, yeah, so it's all good. So great name. Amar, what'd you say? I was saying, well, so we can say what the price was in the newsletter. Yes, absolutely. That's public information. Right. So what was that price? So for everybody's... Uh, I, don't, I don't actually remember. It was... A quarter of a million dollars. Okay. That's a great price. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. price. Yeah. And a great domain. So it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Domain. All right. So yeah. let's Drew, talk. Drew is right. So let's talk. So, so real quick. To, so for the folks who don't know the right of the dot, uh, bird.com sold for 2.5 million. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then fish.com sold for 1.5. Yeah, something like that. One point five. Anyway, because that's where we were going before we got onto that topic of intent and everything else was that, um, you know, and uh, and bringing up Todd Ryan into the room. Todd, what's up, dude? How are you? you Raise your hand. Hey, JT, thanks for inviting me up. I, I uh, wanted to say about the those two big ones, the two four letter. I, I I think there was a couple acquisitions this week. Sorry, that's my animal. Um, I know Drew got wall.com and Braden picked up cold.com. And I wanted to hear what the panel thought 
of those two and which one they think is best. I, I think coal.com is just out of this world, uh, also like wall, but I wanted to hear what the rest of the panel thought of those two and uh, what they could tell us about Whoa. those acquisitions too. Brett, what did you, Brady, you got cold, like C-O-L-D? That's right. Whoa. Damn. That's cold, son. <laughs> that is legit. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a pretty solid. The funny thing is, is I got cold and intent on the same day. Wow. Yeah, that's, it, was, it was an expensive day. Wow. I, yeah. I mean, look, I love both wall and cold. Um, I work for Drew, so I got to say I like wall better. But Braden, but low, but low key, but low key. Braden, I'm gonna text you on the side and be like, "Yo, man, that name is legit." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, look. Everyone's assets is different, right? You know, you guys have an amazing portfolio. I've got a great portfolio, and you can't pit one name up against another, right? Now we can't publish what we bought Wall for, but is what you bought Cold for public or no? Uh, no. Okay, that's fair. Um, and where did you, who, couldn't you give us any insights? Let's talk about, let's, let's turn this into main Sherpa review. So we've got Braden as a Sherpa on Man, the show talking about a name that I, he bought or sold recently. Hold up. Let, 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 let's, I want to take a poll wall.com or cold.com. Not even a competition thing. I, I'm really curious to hear what the, what, how that's going to slice. Okay. How do we do that? Can you do a poll? Can you do that here? Uh, no, I can post, we can, you know, we can do it obviously, you know, verbally and then we can post it on the uh we can even post it on the like in the description of the show or something so you know if there's so all right yeah i like it so let's go around the horn and say just based off of which name would you pay more money for right you want to say that was that yeah yeah that's fine all right no 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 i just want to know what name yeah whatever i guess it all measures the same thing well i'm just saying which which, name you like more yeah which name is more valuable? Yeah, I what guess. would you rather? All right, yeah, which one would you rather have in your portfolio, right? Whatever. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. yeah, that's okay. the best metric. Yeah. All right, so let's start with Drew. What do you think, man? You know, you have wall. Cold Cold is now out there. How do you Yeah, think? so I mean, look, I'm a metrics-driven guy. And so, you know, this one is really tough. I, I look, looking at these numbers, you know, uh, on search and CPC, uh, sorry, search, Cold is better. CPC wall is better, but wall's got a lot more traffic. Just type in traffic, uh, like four to five X the type in traffic, uh, by my estimation, but, um, both, well, what, mean, about, solid what about names, industry, right? How did solid they apply? Names. So, you know, both of them are going to be very broad. I mean, wall.com, you know, I, I the reason I went after wall.com, um, was because, you know, we just sold nft.com and, you know, if that industry is obviously exploding and to, you know, in my mind, digital art deserves a digital wall. And so that was just the way I was thinking about it. Um, you know, if I'm thinking about the NFT space, I'm kind of like, all right, so I, I mean, I get it, you know, we're in the domain space, we understand digital scarcity, but I don't really think a lot of this stuff is actually good quality art. Uh, but, you know, let's just, what you know the market will will figure that part out and then all right so i don't think nfts are going away and so then like what is the next step right well after somebody spent you know spends a lot of money buying one of these things i think they're going to want to figure out what to do with it next right and so in my mind wall was just an evolution of that space but obviously um 
you know, I'm not banking on that. And so, you know, in my mind, it can be Wall Street, it can be, you know, interior decoration, it can be architecture, design, it could be social media. I mean, that's what people say, like, you know, look at my wall, post it on the wall. Um, it could be, you know, security, an art. Yeah. security yeah, privacy, security, totally security, privacy, short for wallet, um, short for wallet, could be a lot of things. So, so I, I, you know, and then cold, you know, I'll let, I'm sure Braden's given more thought to what it can be, but like, you know, it's, it's just got, it's got a lot of meanings too. I think, uh, I think cold, the, the, the obvious thing for me is cold, cold storage, cold storage. Yeah. I that's mean, what I have. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, Correct. man, I used to do a lot of cold storage, you know, when I was in the fish business, I mean, that was our, that was our, that was half the business. Yeah. Well, um, and then, then cold, as a cold, as a cold wallet, right. Cold wallet. Yeah. And, uh, yep. I, yeah I think, exactly. I think that's the big one. Right. And then obviously air conditioning is such a massive industry as well. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. now that you live in Florida, son. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, also you've got, you know, products, right. You've got Yeti kind of stuff, you know, you've got refrigerators, you've got, you know, coolers, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that. Um, don't yeah. don't forget about the pharmaceutical play. Yeah. Like, you know, cold cold remedies. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Braden, Braden. Cold and Braden, Braden, cold brew, way, baby. Cold brew. There you go. Braden, <laughs> you should you should literally we should talk offline about this because we are we literally sold flu.com to one of the big pharmaceutical companies for you know well into the seven figures. Um, and so uh, and that was in an outbound sale. That was not an acquisition. We were hired by another pharmaceutical company to actually sell flu.com. And we did successfully sell that for uh, a, a lot. Um, so was that, was that Chris or was that you? No, that's me, but. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who sold it? Chris sold it. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, 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 there I, we go. We, number we two know is who moving works. to number one. Yo, it's a good thing Chris, effort, is, it's a good thing Chris is on the panel. Team effort. By the way, big, ah. big. No, I'm just playing, obviously. But big shout out to Todd. Todd, this is a great question and uh, great discussion. So totally. this was really, really hey, I'm gonna I'm going to jump back down to my place. And but I got to say, I felt fortunate when Braden was talking about it the other night. Well, he was talking with Steve Kennedy one night, real late in the room, and, and, and a lot of good nuggets there. But he was generous and actually mentioned the prices of intent and cold. I remember him, of course, it burned in my head, but I went, I was like, cold is so much better than AC repair that, that Rick just sold. Mm-hmm. But, so, uh, was cold oh, no, more than all intent? The, all the different reasons. Well, I'm not saying a thing. I'm going. <laughs> you already put it out there in the universe man people know this is recorded uh, it, that was that was unrecorded oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fair enough exactly. um is it more but, was, but it, I, was it more than intent it was yeah okay you um, know i i i thought about this Braden pinged me and i thought about it a little bit i'm like what is the biggest um addressable market that cold could apply to and i think you know cold storage and all those things and i love wall don't get me wrong um, because of all the things that Drew mentioned. But like, this is the key when you're like thinking about a domain name, can it apply to multiple industries? And what's the biggest industry? And I was listening to some podcast recently, I think it was like my first million. And there was a guy on there talking about how the supply chain of food requires cold storage. So you need to transport certain goods uh, in cold trucks, and then you have to store them at these, you know, warehouses around the United States, and they all have to be cold, and they all have certain requirements, and there's not enough storage out there. And you know, in the next ten years, we need to like double it, yeah, the amount of storage. And so, like, 
the, the cold supply chain market is a $250 billion market. The cold storage market is but another, you know, 20 billion or something. I know these people. I know the two biggest yeah. companies in the business were, you know, we were, we were big clients and, um, the, you know, it's a B2B business. It's a completely yeah. the people who have the money. Know, yeah. But they, 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 they would never, ever buy this domain. No, but here's the thing. They They're going to start it, technologists are going to take over that old school industry like they are everything else. Maybe. And somebody's going to dominate it. I, I, I think it's more. I mean, there's just such a big uh, wave coming in with technology. And, and um, I, I, I don't see it going to that personally. I, I see it more like cold, the um, you know, cold storage wallet. Uh, yeah. Something yeah. along that route. More of a brand. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like super, it. I like it as, cool. as a Yeti, cool. as a Yeti competitor <laughs> yeah you know? I, I i like truth be told millions and mi tens of millions of people are going to buy a hardware wallet over the next five years for crypto for bitcoin or ethereum or any other crypto okay and like cold like from a sort of you know slang perspective is super you know it's hot right yeah uh, it's cold is hot it and connotes so, secure, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so like, like for a cold storage who whose audience is young and hip and like, you know, up on that sort of like they're gonna feel that vibe of like, all right, we're gonna call our cold storage wallet cold, and they're gonna be like, whoa, that's cold. Like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna not, that that's that will fucking, that will go off. Brand. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's a super amazing, amazing brand for that space. And over the next five years, you're going to see tens of companies pop up in that space. Um, to We're just getting started. Demand. Who are also yeah, yeah, going yeah, to be yeah, coming yeah. So, to the table with a whole bunch of Bitcoin and other crypto that's going to, you know, that's going to give them some very deep pockets to buy that domain name too. So mm -hmm. it's uh yeah, no, that's an amazing one. So with that, all right. Yeah. So we, I feel like Drew likes cold better than one. Well, let's go ahead. Now we're, we got an <laughs> odd number. On I'm a, I, I'll tell you what, man, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm torn. I don't even know that I could properly respond. I, I'm really torn on these two. Well, let's do this though, because we said that we were going to do it. We're going to go around the room, and everyone's going to okay. pick one. So now that we've talked about it, everyone pick one, and then we will. We've got an odd number on the panel, and uh, so we will get a winner here. So Drew, with that, go ahead. Which one? Pick one. I'm going to go Wall. All right, we got one vote for Wall. All right, Josh. Cold. All right, we got a vote for Cold. Mike Seiger. Cold. Cold. Braden. Uh. I think hands down, it's cold. I, I, I mean, I, I and I would I would say it's wall because I you know they're all unique and apply to different industries. So I, I wouldn't pick the one that I own. I would pick what I think is better, and uh, I think it's cold easily. Okay, Amar. Uh, I think wall has more um, outs, but uh, cold I think will sell for more. It's more valuable, but I think wall has more outs. Chris. We're already cold's already won. I should have gone uh, in a different order, man. I should have yeah, yeah. thought about who's going to vote what. I've been like, I vote. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're both just they're just both so good. I mean, I think they're both great names. I, I like the wall, the double L's, um, but I think they're just both they're both great. Hey, you got to pick one though, man. Come on. Well, I'm picking wall. All right. True, true, true. Hold on one second. Hey. Drew. You, you, you talk about soldiers. You got some soldiers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. I, I, 
literally right there. hundreds and hundreds of hours in the uh, the crypto space. In I mean, we sold crypto.org. We, uh, um, I mean, they're both just great. I think they both have just you know great potential. Yeah, and just I- just to throw this out there, there are fifty seven thousand six hundred and thirty three domain names registered with the word cold in it. There are. 321,728 domains registered with the word wall. You can't do that. (laughs) 6X. Because the data data doesn't lie. You can make me say it. Say it. Go ahead. Tell them it's wallet. Tell them it's wallet. No, because look. (laughs) No, you're going to say it's wallet, okay? But then I take wallet, and there are 52, like just I'm going to round up here. 52,000 domains registered with the word wallet. So even if you take that out, Ooh, okay. you're still left with 270,000 uh, domain names registered with the word wall, excluding any domain registered with the word wallet. Dude brought the counterpoint with well, data but, because but, of that. These, I mean, you jump, not, you jump no. in internets. I mean, the identity security, you know, a wall, you know, that, that yeah. whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, paywall, I just, that's just, paywall. It's only growing. The amount of companies coming in are only growing. And it's, um, Does anybody so want to change to consider, their vote you've also, you've also got to consider like what's more of a standalone brand, right? Well, the thing is with wall is that it, it goes with a lot of other words, right? And it's also like it, you know, Wall Street, paywall, all these kind of things, right? But they're not just wall. And I feel like for me personally, I feel like cold can stand alone a little better. But that's why I said wall has more outs. But mm-hmm. cold is, is probably because the, the question was which one is more valuable, I guess. No, the like, question actually was not that's not the question. The question was <laughs> which one would you rather have in your portfolio? That was right. The question. Okay, fine. But why would we want a less valuable name in our portfolio group? It, it's more complex than that, Amar, because <laughs> you have to. Wow. Yes. This is, this is what makes Drew a good sales. Exactly. This I is know. why he's the motherfucking pitbull. Never give up. The Dirk Diggler domain names, man. He's letting you know right now. Like all of a sudden he's got you questioning. You're like, well, you know, he's got a point. And it's like, well, but Drew, what did he say? I don't know, but he just had Drew, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little props here. I'm going to give you a little props, man. No, no, no. Just stop, 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 stop. You're going to break down value into two parts. You have total potential retail sale price, and then you have liquidity, ready liquidity. Now, I was going to say, I would say, I have a a 20-year time horizon, and I don't care about the liquidity aspect of it, and you believe that cold.com could potentially sell for a higher uh, uh, price than wall.com, then you're, you'd prefer to have cold.com in your portfolio. If you want, if you uh, prefer to have things which you believe you might be able to get out of faster, then you're putting a higher value on the liquidity side, even if you believe, which I'm not necessarily conceding, that wall.com may sell for a lower price than cold.com, then if you have that time preference and uh, preference for liquidity, then you would take wall.com as the preferred domain in your portfolio. So there are different considerations when you're accounting. It's not just about which one's going to sell for more. The question of which one would you rather have in your portfolio is far more subjective to the objectives of the person holding it. Yeah. But so, let's let's define so liquidity. Wait, wait, Amar, Amar, wait, wait, Amar, Amar, let Amar make a point. 
Go ahead, man. So the, the question was, I was answering it for myself because if you have um, diamond hands and you don't need the liquidity, then you just hold and you would want the one that's more valuable. So mm -hmm. I understand you're not conceding that cold is more valuable, but for me, the reason I chose cold is like I said, I think wall has more outs and I agree with you. I actually think wall is more liquid, but I, th I believe cold has the greater uh, long-term uh, appreciation value. And this is a shame. This is a champagne conundrum, right? I mean, at the end of the yeah, day, yeah, yeah. but this, well, well, let's talk about liquidity for a moment. I mean, I, cause I think this is, this is important, particularly for the audience. Now I think what, what both you uh, but Drew and Amar are referring to is retail liquidity, but mm -hmm. wholesale, they're no, no, both I, extremely liquid because yeah. I would buy wall.com from Drew today, just as he would buy cold.com from me yes. today, yes. right? The, both those names, four letter, single syllable, one word.com, yeah. highly, 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 the most liquid domains on the planet, right? Gold standard. 100%. Both extremely liquided, liquid. Uh, we could sell those names in two minutes right uh, so but from a retail liquidity perspective you know wall probably a little more liquid because there's a lot more uses probably um but you know drew you're talking about the instances of use in domains and there's more wall in domains and there's cold in domains however mm -hmm. You know, I would argue that, you know, value comes into play. So, you know, how many, you know, you know anything that's like, you know, uh, NewJerseyWallpaper.com is not that valuable, right? But it's an instance of wall. Just like a keyword like cafe or shop or bar, you know, that's probably used a gazillion times, but that mm -hmm. doesn't make those names more valuable. Those are low value names for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. So all that factors in, you know, one keyword is, doesn't have the same a value as as another they're different animals right they're unique yeah i also think that you that you've got two you got a couple of interesting things at play here right both wall and cold um are highly valuable names but are not necessarily like the scent like they would be a unique brand by themselves right there aren't like any companies out there that are called wall or any really any companies out there that are called cold while like, if you look at like some of other, you, you know, the other premium names that are owned by some of the people on the panel, like, I don't know, like Drew, for example, Pegasus, right? I was talking about this the other day, like Pegasus is like the exact match brand of so many high value, value companies. Um, but at the same time, like the upside is a little bit more limited than a name like Wall. But in terms of like buyers with that raw brand, there are way more, uh, you know, Pegasus is out there. Do you know what I mean? So like, there's a there's a there's an element to like naming and valuation that is very very complex, um, and uh, very very hard to understand for most people. But you know like from 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 like a I don't know from like a liquidity standpoint, I almost prefer a name like Pegasus just because the the chance that it sells to an end user, I feel like are a lot higher despite the fact that it would be at a lower price point. I, I appreciate the fact that Josh's picture from on his clubhouse image is wherever he's at right now with all those people in the background. And um, the, uh, but yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, at the end of the day, cold and wall, I mean, if you're saying you'd rather have Pegasus than cold or wall, I mean, is that kind of what you're. I, I, I might, I might prefer to have Pegasus than wall. Yeah. 
That's a that's a bold statement, Cotton. I I would take I would take Pegasus over Wall too. I think. I don't know about Pegasus. really, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Pegasus. Well, I would. Yeah. Take I, mean, Wall. I, I love Pegasus too, uh, but no, I would take Wall for sure. Yeah, I, I just I mean my experience is that four letter dot com domain names are unmatched in their four letter single syllable words. I can't argue with that for sure. They, they're they're just. I, I, all of the domains that I've sold that for, for just, you know, eye popping numbers, it, it, it's like, it's an overwhelming majority of them that are four letters, single syllable words. Um, they, they, but what just, about like a name like shut.com, for example, I know you own that one, right? Shut.com. Yeah, but like, that's, that's, why I, that's why I said positive connotation. Well, you can say that cold's not necessarily a positive connotation. That's why I voted for wall. That and the that, fact yeah, that I work yeah, for that, Drew. <laughs> you, can also, you can also say that wall is not necessarily a positive connotation, right? You can what, uh, only if you're driving into one. Only if you put wall connotation. Well, if you're putting up putting up walls is like looked at as like closing people off and like not being as open as maybe you know you otherwise would be. You know. Yo, how about Wall Street bets? There's another use case. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot. I, I'm, I'm curious to know what Mike, what Mike would prefer to own, Pegasus or Wall? Oh, Firewall also. Firewall. Yeah, Paper. you know, I generally I like those brands like Pegasus or, um, you know, well Swan, but that's a four letter. Um, but in this case, I think I would take Wall over Pegasus. I think there's probably more applications uh, and more than Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. I, I love both names. I would take Wall over Pegasus, though, in a heartbeat. But, you know. Um, but, but they're probably not the same price. And so then you got to throw that into the equation. And that's one thing. Well, we that's didn't... the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Wall's always going to be priced higher than Pegasus, yeah. right? I mean, no yeah, I would, I would suspect. It. Well, and we didn't talk about this for the cold v. Wall debate, but cold is probably, you know, more expensive to acquire than Wall by, by some amount. So, you know, and... Uh, but I bet they're how much the is same. wool? How much I, I is wool, Drew? Or less, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I bet I bet they're probably similar. I think, yeah, I think I think Brady and I probably paid pretty similar prices for the two. I, I don't know what he paid for wall, but for cold, but I, I know more or less what Brady's threshold is, and um, you know, I, I I just you know, we're more or less in the same page. So anyway, oh, probably, so yeah. well, that was look great discussion. Thank you, Todd, for that. Um, we just brought Mark Smith up. Uh, just again, just to so everybody's aware, we are recording this room, um, and uh, we will look to post it up on our Domain Sherpa podcast uh, as a Domain Sherpa podcast sometime following the end of this uh, the session. Um, and uh, but you're more than welcome to come on up, raise your hand if you have a question or want to talk about something specific. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna keep the room open for a little while here. Uh, Mark, how you doing, man? What's going on, dude? Doing well. Thanks for bringing me up, Jonathan. Uh, I just wanted to throw my two cents out on the the domain discussion that you are having. I absolutely love cold. Uh, assuming that's cold.com. Um, I think that that would be like the best possible name for someone that wants to sell cold storage wallets mm -hmm. for crypto. Like that. Yeah, I, I think that's the best out of them personally. Yeah, and that was the with the vote. The vote shook out officially four to three, cold over wall, and it is cold.com and wall.com, and. Uh, yeah, and cold storage was kind of everybody's front of mind, you know, application for cold. And I think that's where there's going to be a real opportunity for Braden, who owns cold, who just bought it, uh, to really, you know, maximize that when he sells it, if and when he eventually sells that domain. Um, and uh, yeah, so 
So what else is going on? So for those of you who don't know, Mark is uh, involved with the handshake domains, which we've been talking about a lot. And we talked about, uh, we actually had, uh, we talked unstoppable domains on Domain Sherpa earlier this week, um, or actually last week. But, um, and, uh, you know, we talk about handshake a lot too. Um, you got anything, Mark, that you want to share? I mean, have you guys, so for cold as a handshake domain, is that, has that been sold? Is that available? What's the status of cold wall, those kind of names at handshake? Are those already GTLDs or no? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Let me check. It uh, looks like cold sold for 75 H and S, which is like under 30. Oh hours. man. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. In, in October. Uh, of course it's, it's listed on the aftermarket for $3 billion right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not, it's not even on the it's not even on the aftermarket. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it might be privately held, or uh, they're just not not selling at this point. But um, yeah, the the community is uh, definitely coalescing around building out more infrastructure from from like a grassroots ground up uh, sort of perspective. We raised uh, during HandyCon last week. The the auction went until like two in, uh, one in the morning Central Time. And we ended up doing $28,000 in sales for names. Uh, 11,000 went to the H&S fund. Nice. And there was also uh, Handshake Jesus contributed $50,000 and is also uh, forming a Handshake Institute, which would be a 501c3 that is going to be completely um, community-based and, and focused on developing that. So a lot of, uh, awesome. a lot of exciting things happening in the, in the background. Um, we're also working on a community-driven uh, name gifting effort because a lot of us have, you know, tens and hundreds of names that we want to just freely give away for, for their, uh, the rightful stakeholders. So we're working on a way to be able to expedite that process. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool. That's very much in line with what I said when I, when I spoke with the HandyCon last week that, you know, I think the community needs to sort of circle around is getting those names that people got for, you know, very little or nothing basically. Um, and, and just getting them into the right hands because I think, Squatting on them is going to, you know, impede. Uh, option. Squatting. Be careful with well, which is no, but, but <laughs> I mean, I'm using it. I'm using it in its meant, you know, in its intended way. I mean, uh, you know, I'm only referring to names that are truly, you know, squatted. Uh, if you've got something that's, you know, fair game, then by hell no, don't give it away. I'm a man. I'm capitalist number one. But, um, but yeah, I think for, for Handshake to, to, to get like sincere browser adoption, you know, in the coming years, I think the community's really got to be proactive about self-governing and, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, not holding people over the coals on these, on these, uh, uh, you know, trademark names. Yeah, that's definitely um, socially frowned upon in, in the, the community. And I'm, I personally, anyway, am trying to set that precedent that if you if you have a specific name that needs to be gifted, it's you know it's to everybody's benefit that the obvious stakeholder for a, a name that only has like one or two people that could possibly own it, yeah, up owning owning that name. Uh, like I own I own Pontiac, and I just I picked that up for like nothing because I'm like oh that that shouldn't be floating around. So let me just grab that real quick, and I think a lot of people do the same thing, and I'll end up gifting that for free. Although Pontiac is that, do they even make cars anymore? That might that might be fair game. 
I, you know, I don't even know. I just saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's in like my availability heuristic. Like, yeah, let's just grab that and that, like a couple of others. Um, but generally speaking, I don't go after specifics like that. I'm much more interested in in generics. And, and uh, right now I'm looking more at any of the uh, like Unicode or emoji symbol side of things, just because I, I think that um, like the progression of NFTs in general is really interesting. Kind of started with with artists generated and that was really cool but then we had organizational uh, minted like top shots where you have the authority of the intellectual property that bestows additional meaning and context to that additional value and then moon cats now is all the rage which is you know a contract generated so it's perceived as a an even higher authority than an organization um and so with the unicode and punicode you have protocol natives you know i mean like that is that's like owning symbols that are native to the internet itself. And uh, I think that eventually uh, that, that will become a collectible item. Hey, Mark, let me ask you, I, I tuned on to your um, Clubhouse chat late last night, but I thought I heard Tejan speaking. And was he saying something that um, you're, if you own a handshake top-level domain, you can soon offer second-level domains for sale through 101 domain and, um, you know, gateway.io and other sites soon? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you heard correctly. Yeah, they're expanding that. I mean, that's been available since, um, gosh, like last summer or fall, I think, is when um, I had .gin.mke listed, but that was definitely a very small short list uh, of names that, that were released during that. Um, right. But, but yeah, they're, they're there's a beta test and they're getting ready to open it up to anybody that has a top level domain. You got it. Yep. So gateway.io uh. gateway.io will, it sounds like be listing any name that's posted. So I mean, like if you have, you could have some random string and, and they'll list it. Uh, 101 and in circa are going to be a bit more discerning. So that's going to create an interesting uh, value prop in itself of like, okay, like anybody can, you know, become a registry and sell at gateway, but uh, if you were accepted at 101 or in Circa, then you're going to have a higher level of prestige and value attributed. To right. That. Totally. And so that's just crazy. You know, I've been following, I think, Clay Collins on Twitter, uh, who said that he's got a annual run rate of like $90,000 for his dot C, just a single letter dot C as in Siger, Charlie. Um, so, yeah, I'm just amazed that people are buying second level domains for something that doesn't even resolve on the internet yet unless you're using an ip you know gateway or the puma browser on your iphone hey guys i just yeah. need to say i need to, i need to say bye real quick my battery's like about to die i yeah appreciate me too. i actually have to go as well i have to go as well but this was super fun and super informative and mark you the man uh thank you everybody for joining yeah, and I'll let you guys all wrap it up. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I and, run. and I think timing wise, we told everybody that we'd cut it at an hour and a half. I just right. realized what time it was. But um, yeah, so Andrew, Josh, thank you so much. Um, I think we could probably spend another, you know, uh, we should actually just do a session for Handshake and some of the decentralized Internet stuff, because, you know, it's such a popular topic. It's a key front of mind thing for a lot of us in the domain space. Um, and there are some extremely exciting things happening with some really smart people doing some really, really cool shit. And, uh, you know, in that space right now, which is why, you know, so much, you know, we, we were talking about it offline, online, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so and there's a lot that we can, again, talk around it and about it. So I think we'll probably, 
you know, do, do a special, you know, whether it's clubhouse session or we can talk on Sherpa. Um, but yeah. And, uh, so, so let's do this. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to probably shut the room and then we can open up another one. Um, but for the purposes of the podcast to try to let's box it up since Drew's out, Josh is out. And I know some of the other guys got to go as well. Um, then for the purposes of the recording, I'm going to shut that down here, uh, in a second. So what I want to say is thank you very much to the panel and for everybody who is here, uh, you know, it really, really means a lot and, uh, it's really great for the audience and, and thank you to the folks like Mark, uh, Todd and others who, uh, who, who jumped in with either questions or comments. Uh, and most importantly, thank you to the audience, uh, both here in the room on Clubhouse and then also uh, on Domain Sherpa. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing what we do. Um, and we really, really appreciate you giving us the opportunity to, to, to talk and to educate and to just do what we do. So just want to say thanks, everybody. And, uh, and we will catch you everybody next time uh, here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Thanks again and talk soon.